The game may be over, but our coverage of Utah Jazz basketball is just beginning. That kid is on fire on catch-and-shoot threes right now. This is Utah Jazz Game Night Post Game Show. Dante drives in and out of bounces to Gobert, and he rocks the pass Presented by both Mark Miller Subaru locations. Go where love takes you in the completely redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback. Available now at Mark Miller Subaru, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Now, it's time for a complete wrap of tonight's Utah Jazz game on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Welcome on in. It's your Jazz post game show and a W tonight, snapping a two game skid by the Jazz. They get the uh, get the win tonight over the Minnesota Timberwolves in Minneapolis, one hundred three to ninety five. After losing in Salt Lake just forty eight hours ago, the Jazz flipped the script and uh, obviously the attention spent on Carl uh, Anthony Towns in practice and how they were going to defend him. I thought Ron Boone broke it down really well. Ben, they had Rudy on his back on his hip pocket, and then when uh, he came out, uh, it was a uh, by committee, but they made sure they were sticking to that guy uh, all night long. Yeah, I think at all costs, the Jazz were going to make sure that Carl Anthony Towns didn't beat them. And, and you mentioned, Scotty, I mean, 4-7 from the three-point line, you'll take that every night. Yeah. The problem was he only took 10 shots. That means he only had three shots inside the paint. And in some ways, that's still inexcusable from your number one overall pick who makes $180 million over the next five years. It's just, he's got to get more shots than that. He's yeah. got to take more than 10. And Wiggins uh, was going to be the recipient of those extra shots. He was 10 of 24 on the night tonight. As you mentioned, he'd missed some time, but uh, he tried to make up for lost time tonight. And, uh, and and there were moments, I think, in the third quarter where he played well, and uh, especially when uh, he got the matchup on uh, Niang, took advantage of some opportunities there. But uh, when they uh, when the Jazz brought in the Cavalry in the fourth quarter, it got shut down pretty quick. It's funny to look at these two last two games against the Minnesota Timberwolves, where fourth quarter here in Salt Lake, the Timberwolves were four of eight from the three point line, and it won them the game. And then the Jazz in the fourth quarter yeah. goes seven eleven in Minnesota, and that wins them the game. And sometimes it is really that simple: is making sure you're taking the wide open shots when you have them. Boyan Bogdanovich is just he's just stone cold. He just is is absolutely conscienceless or unconscious sometimes when it uh, comes to shooting, and, and he was that way tonight. And Mike Conley was great in the fourth quarter: five assists. He had eight assists on the night, but five of them coming in the fourth quarter. Well, and how about this? He was he was plus thirty seven over Jeff Teague. Jeff Teague was a minus nine. Uh, you ended up with a plus 28. Yeah. And that was, I mean, that, that we talked so much about Towns because he hit the threes in the fourth quarter, but Jeff Teague was as responsible for the Jazz losing that game uh, here in Salt Lake as anybody, and he was absolutely a non-factor tonight. And that is, I mean, that that's Jeff Teague. Some nights he's fantastic and looks like an all-star, and some yeah. nights he disappears. Seven of his 12 points came from the free throw line. From the field, two of nine and one of two from three. Uh, so not a particularly great night for him. And, and, and you knew this Jazz team was going to play much better. I was talking to hands earlier today. And he's like, well, what about this? What about that? And like, hey, you know what? Back-to-back games, I think things are going to be all right. I mean, I don't know what the line was going into this game. And, and hey, for all you kids out there, entertainment purposes only. But uh, I would have put all the hypothetical mortgage payments on the Jazz winning this game tonight. Jazz were minus three, and they covered. And they covered. There you go. That's all. Well, that's maybe. Anyway, Royce O'Neal, by the way, a plus 36. Boyan, plus 38 as the Jazz uh, cruise in this one. Uh, but when you see uh, a plus-minus, and I know plus-minuses can be, you know, you want to be careful how you use those things. But when you see guys in the upper 30s, you know they had one heck of a night. Uh, 
Royce O'Neal, I mean, being plus 36 and taking three shots yep. is insane. And and I, I would imagine if you could get Quinn Snyder on a little bit of truth serum, he would just be over the moon about what Royce O'Neal gives him every night. I mean, six rebounds, three assists, two steals, no turnovers, one of one from the three-point line. He just doesn't need the ball to do yeah. his job. And there are not many non-centers in the NBA who do that. Even centers in the NBA want to get their shots now. And that was kind of an, old, an old-time game where the center would take a handful of shots. You think Mark Eaton, but yeah. we still play defense. Royce O'Neal is just saying, you know what? If I get a shot, I'll take it. If I don't, it's not a big deal. I'm still going to earn that contract coming up next year, and he's going to get it. And buying into a role like that is impressive to see, to say the least. All right, let's get you out to Minnesota. Quinn Snyder addressing the media. Tonight, as far as the game plan, not only with Rudy guarding the perimeter, but the teammate support behind him. Well, Rudy was was terrific in, in you know some situations that are not you know that familiar to him. Um, but he's got he's got a lot of pride. And it's you know playing cat. It's it's different. And even a couple of the threes he had tonight, you know, he's able to move back and he's so big. It's just it's different. He's hard to guard. Um, but Rudy did a really good job. And you know the other four guys out there did a much better job containing. So I thought you know we were focused. When you look on the offensive side of the ball, that fourth quarter, you guys started to get going from three. What did you find there? What did you see there? Well, I, I thought, you know, we touched it a little bit tonight about, I, th- I think, you know, the way that we can play. Um, we were able to generate some threes. Obviously, Boyan you know, came up. We had two stretches where, you know, it was tough for us. And um, I thought our guys responded when the game got close. And obviously, you know, at the end, I thought Mike controlled the game. Um, you know, when he came back in there, he just had a presence and kind of did a little bit of everything. And uh, I thought he also did a really good job defensively. All our guys were, you know, we did just, we contained the ball better. And that's not easy. I mean, Jeff T gets by everybody, and so does Wiggins, and you know, they really drive the ball. Not to hammer on the second unit issue, but it, it kind of crept up again. What, what did you see from that unit today? And I guess, how do you see them moving forward? Well, the, they're... There, there isn't a second unit to me. There's a team, you know. I mean, we're, we're not going to divide our team, you know, that way. Um, in the same way we don't talk about, you know, it's we're a group. And, you know, they're, 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 it's not five guys that are platooning. You know, it's our group. And, you know, we, 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 we can be better, you know. But there's other games that the quote-unquote first unit isn't as good. And the big thing with that is, if, you know, certain groups aren't, playing well and the next group that comes in the next guy's got to you know focus even more and then when you come back in the game you want to try to play better so um you know I, we got to get better at a lot of things thought we did some good things tonight when he's feeling it is he one of the best you've seen he you know we've really been you know adamant em- emphasizing for him you know to to, to just you know, when he's got a window to, to, to shoot it. And I think because he can score, because he can drive, um, you know, he feels like he can get by, and he can. Um, but I thought his reads tonight um, were really, really good. He was, he was I, I thought, you know, Covington especially is a, is a heck of a defender, and so is a Kogi, and, you know, they've got some guys on the wing that can really guard. And he, he was just more aware think of where his defender was and as a result um, you know some shots that they're contested but I don't think I don't think that matters to him. 
you guys did a great job of finding him in that spot down the stretch, too. Yeah, you know, we've talked about guys having their eyes out, and, and that's something that, you know, I, th- I don't think that our group has done on the level that they're capable of. Not because, I mean, we're an unselfish team, um, but it takes some time to, you know, to get connected to each other, and, and we haven't been spaced great. We were spacing better tonight, and guys were finding each other. There you go, Quinn Snyder addressing the media. And, you know, look, I get the uh, I get I get where Andy's going with that on the second unit because it, it is a concern. I mean, when you look at the plus minus discrepancy of the, some of the guys that were out there tonight, uh Moutier minus twenty four, Exum minus sixteen, uh Niang minus ten, even Ingles was minus thirteen out there. The, the that bench needs to play better for the Jazz. Needs to play a lot better. Uh and they are shorthanded right now when you don't have Ed Davis out yes. there. And Ed Davis is you know, he's not been perfect this year. He's not been the Ed Davis. I think some Jazz fans were hoping to see with the offensive rebounding that he's had over his career and certainly what he was able to do in Brooklyn uh, most recently. But he, he's still a veteran who's been in the league for so long and knows exactly what his role is. And right now the Jazz are just trying to piece together backup center minutes behind Rudy Gobert. And that was Jeff Green tonight yeah. in 15 minutes uh, and actually played pretty well for the Jazz. I mean, he was plus three in those 15 minutes, missed all of his threes, but was three of eight overall, showed some of his athleticism. Moutier's trying to do something completely different, and as teams are starting to scout him more and more, they're trying to take away what he does well. And, and Joe Ingles has just not had it this year. I mean, he's just not had his consistent high-level play, just one of four from the floor, 0 of two from the three-point line. Well, let's uh, let's hear from Jeff Green. Ten points on the night, three rebounds, one assist. Uh, we put them on the heels. Um, we came out aggressive on both ends. Uh, we were attacking, got to the free throw line. Uh, we made plays. Uh, I think when we have that mindset coming into games, it uh, it, it gives us a, a bigger gap in, in how we can start the game and how we can you know pace ourselves going through the game. A different night for Cat tonight defensively. What can be said about your team defense and then you know guarding him out on the perimeter? Rudy's job tonight. Yeah, I mean that's Coach Quinn. Um, you know making adjustments um, and that's. You know, sticking to the strategies that he's that he gave us, and uh, you know, we came out and executed. In the fourth quarter, the offense started to really click there, finding the three. What did you notice? How did how did you guys start to find that? Uh, I mean, it all started with you know us penetrating the lane, uh, and um, you know, having eyes out of you know our shooters. Uh, we have we have shooters, and you know, they try to take away one thing, which is you know the lob of Rudy, and you know it leaves uh, shooters open. So um, you know, Mike made two great passes out of Bojan. Uh, Donovan made some clutch shots, so um, you know that was big time for us. Lastly, that's speaking of the shooters, one of them, like you said, Bogey tonight. Coach was talking about how it's been a concerted effort to find him down the stretch when it matters, and now it's starting to come together tonight. We saw that. What what do you think about that? Uh, it's great. Um, you know, Bogey's been doing it all year. Um, you know, he's been shooting lights out. And uh, you know, we're just you know playing team basketball, uh, finding an open man, and we're you know trying to execute and knock down a shot. Thanks, Jeff. Mm-hmm. There you go, Kristen Kenny hanging out with uh, Jeff Green, as you mentioned, uh, 10 points on the night, three rebounds, and one assist in uh, just 15 minutes of play. Hey, guess what? Jazz win, which means you win. Little Caesars is giving you some free pizza. Order one custom round multi-topping pizza through the Little Caesars app, and you'll receive a large extra most bestest pepperoni pizza using promo code Utah Jazz. Valid at all participating Utah Little Caesars locations. Mobile orders only. We continue on with your post game show next. Scott Gerard hanging out with Ben Anderson. You're listening to Jazz Basketball uh, right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz
Utah's Game Night post-game show brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation-free Subaru retailer as the Jazz get the victory tonight. Final score in this one, 103-95 as the Jazz get the W, get their ninth win of the season, snapping a two-game losing skid. Tonight, the Jazz dishing out uh, 22 assists on 35 made bu- buckets. I remember uh, back in the day, hanging out with Tom Nasalki. That was the first stat he'd always look at. Assist to uh, made field goal ratio. And uh, the Jazz tonight, 22 on 35 made buckets. And uh, those are your assists of the game. Brought to you by Larry H. Miller Dealerships. Throughout the Utah Jazz season, Larry H. Miller Dealerships is donating $50 for each assist to Larry H. Miller Charities. We are driven by you. You know, the the, the kind of the theme rolling in uh, throughout this part of the season, Ben, has been defense has been great. Offense is still lagging. Do you see signs of life? Like it's about ready to start getting, starting to go. I think you certainly saw it in that fourth quarter. The Jazz were fantastic, 30 points. Now they still gave up 27 points. The defense wasn't locked down, but they didn't need to be as they carried that lead into the fourth quarter. But 30 points, shooting the ball 63% from the three-point line, you'd yeah. love to get that as much as you can. Uh, and, and the assists were up in that uh, fourth quarter. I mean, eight assists in the fourth quarter alone, and I would guarantee, I mean, I, I would almost bet all seven of those three-point shots were off of assists. Maybe one or two was on a kickout or, or off of a, an offensive rebound. But, yeah, for the most part, the, the Jazz were moving the ball, and it was something they absolutely were not doing at all uh, against Minnesota in, on Monday night. You know, Bogdanovich is getting a lot of love. Mike Conley, we already talked about Rudy Gobert, but, you know, Mitchell was great. 11 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah, 11 points in the fourth quarter. You'll take that from Donovan. It's just so easy to overlook yeah. how good he is yeah. every single night, and, and I think it's important not to do it because – yeah, he, he was not great. 5 of 23 on Monday night and came out and was just 9 of 24 tonight, but 5 of 10 from the three-point line, 26 points, grabbed seven rebounds, only two turnovers. You can live with that. You know, and, and that's the thing. His stat line's going to look like he's, you know, shopping for shots at Costco. But, but at times... When you need him to bit make big moments in the fourth quarter, more often than not, it seems like it's happening for him. And, and five of ten from the three point line is yeah. incredible. I mean, that, that that those are the shots you want him taking. You want him getting layups or three point shots, and it's easier to dictate your own three point shots than it is layups because the other team's trying to stop you from getting easy buckets too. And Carl Anthony Towns, he's not a great defensive player, but he's a pretty good shot blocker, and and he's a big body as is Gorgie Jang. So. They know how to keep Donovan Mitchell from getting to the paint and getting easy baskets. So so good on Donovan for getting some threes to fall tonight because the Jazz needed him, especially in the fourth. Jazz have a uh, day off before coming back, and they've got back-to-back home games coming up on Friday and Saturday, Golden State, and uh, I believe it's in New Orleans. Um, and uh, Golden State, obviously, we all know about their woes right now, but uh, you got an opportunity to pick up some wins here. you got to keep that offense going, though. Got to keep the offense up. And, yeah, these are games that the Jazz should be able to win just offensively. And that's a good thing. Yeah. You know, having to play defense 48 minutes a night to win a game wears on you by the time you get to the playoffs. Over 82 games, that adds up. So if you can win some games where you're playing at 70% speed on defense and, you know, 90% on offense and the Jazz can get some easy wins over bad offensive teams. I mean, just bad teams. The Warriors might be the worst defensive yeah. team in the last five or six years in the NBA. They're just atrocious. So Jazz should get some easy buckets. And, yeah, those should not be uh, huge road bumps for the not, Jazz. I'm not going to lie. I'm all for it, too. Like, oh. I, I am all on board with this. They don't deserve sympathy for the rest. Not, I mean, not the rest of my basketball life. <laughs> nope. Nope. Not what, none whatsoever. By the way, uh, rebounds, pretty much a draw on this one. Uh, 39 uh, for the Timberwolves, 38 for the Utah Jazz. Uh, so no real master of the glasses tonight. Safe Light Auto Glass. We'll talk about that here in a moment. But let's uh, send it over to uh, Donovan Mitchell. You know, he's, he's really locked in, you know. He was locked in last game, too, you know, obviously. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, they're both all-star players, you know. I think... Um, 
Kai got the better of him last game, but he came back and responded like a competitor would, and we knew he would, and proud of him. Coach Q also said that the help behind him was much more locked in as well. Yeah, for sure, because it's, it's different when we're the guys sinking over trying to fire, but you know, when you see it on film, we understood it. We got guys that comprehend it and have knowledge of it, so we, we did a good job on the back end protecting them as well. Looking at that fourth quarter, the three ball was flying. What was the difference there? Um, just continue attacking and continue to shoot. I think that was really what it is, and you know, Bojan getting off, Mike, you know, Royce, you know, all of us just being able to um, just be confident and shoot. You were having conversations there with the fan on the sideline. What, what were those? I don't, uh, I mean, he was just saying something along the lines of, I'm not a good basketball player, you know, and then, you know, I just said, just wait, you know, because, you know, eventually it'll happen, and, you know, um, I've had a few of those. I enjoy it. I, I, I love it. Um, I prefer it, you know, to be honest with you. I think it's just one of those things you just had to have fun within the game. Um, and I thank him because I was kind of struggling, you know, turning the ball over, make, taking bad shots, but getting, out, getting back on defense. But I, I thank that guy because, you know, at that point it was just mental. You just kind of go. You had a tough shooting night the other night, but you came back, hit a lot of clutch wins in the fourth quarter. That's difference tonight. I'm just continuing to shoot. You know, I think um, <clears throat> there were a few shots last game I, I didn't, I could wish I could have back for sure, but this time it's just continuing to shoot, be aggressive. You know, I think last year what I would have done probably is kind of second-guess myself and not really, you know, shoot as much this game, but continue to be aggressive. You know, I don't, not shying away from it. And it helps when you have guys that, you know, like Boyan and, and, and Mike and Jeff and, and everybody just saying, keep shooting, you know, not really kind of saying, like, look for me, like, keep telling me to be, keep being aggressive. You know, I think that's what really helps. Vincent, maybe this was the closest as you've gotten recently to playing as well as he wants you guys to offensively? What was kind of the difference? Um, moving the ball, getting stops and running. You know, I think with Jeff at the five, we were able to kind of run the floor. You know, he was able to attack. You got to respect that. Then you kick the ball out. And now we got guys that can shoot, can drive. And, you know, Royce running the floor. He's been doing a great job of that. Uh, even George coming in, doing his thing. Like, I think just continue to push the ball and push the pace and move, and move the ball. There you go, Donovan Mitchell. And by the way, uh, apologies to Safe Light Auto Glass. Uh, Donovan was available right in the middle of a read. But Safe Light Auto Glass, the local vehicle glass expert, ready for another great year of jazz basketball. Safe Light Auto Glass also presenting the Master of the Glass Rebound Program. At the end of the regular season, Safe Light will donate $5 for each rebound secured by this year's team rebound leader with all proceeds benefiting the neighborhood house. You know, you and I haven't had a chance to chat a lot, and so I apologize if some listeners out there are like, oh, these guys have talked about this, but I want to get your thoughts on Donovan because having an entire summer uh, where he can just focus in on basketball, you know, because year one, he's got injuries. I don't think people really appreciate how much work he had to do to get yeah. back from injuries over that summer. But, but between year two and year three, he's healthy. He can work on his game, and I think you're seeing the fruits of that right now. Yeah, I, I think tonight, and Donovan would even tell you it wasn't his best night and, and fun of getting in the, the interaction with the fan there, but his bad nights now and I know Monday night was was certainly kind of a throwback yeah. bad night for him but for the most part he's not having a 5 of 25 night once every 4 games yes. like he was as a rookie it's turning into once every 8 games and that 5 of 25 turns into 9 of 24 and that 9 of 24 includes 5 of 10 3 point shooting and 11 points in the 4th quarter so even his off nights when he's not magnificent and the Jazz win easy and he doesn't have to be the go-to guy he's still finding a way to impact the game positively and I think he found a way to do that late 
late in the game and still grabbing seven rebounds, dishing out two assists. I mean, he, he's doing exactly what the Jazz needed. And, and tonight he slowed down when he got into the paint. I mean, he just got there and he, he wasn't looking to throw up more shots. He got some good looks from the three-point line, which he was not getting on Monday night. And he just he turned it around, and that's what you can come to expect. As good as Quinn Snyder is fixing some of the Jazz problems, Donovan Mitchell's got a pretty good uh, autocorrect system himself. Talk a little bit. Yeah, I like it. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about Boyan Bogdanovich coming up next. 36 minutes for him. He ends up with 30 points on the night. You're listening to the Jazz postgame show as the Jazz get the victory tonight over the Minnesota Timberwolves 103-95. Go Where Love takes you in the completely redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback. Available now at Mark Miller Subaru, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Jazz basketball. We continue on with the postgame show next. Welcome on back. You're listening to the Jazz Post Game Show, brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation-free Subaru retailer. Jazz get the victory tonight by the count of 103 to 95. Get their ninth win of the season. Uh, you know what? Look, I'm not going to lie. I've been uh, Ben Anderson and I have talked about doing radio for a long, long time, and finally I get a chance to hang out with him. So we're going to talk a little. Uh, Stuff going around the league. You buying? Uh, you buying stock in the Lakers right now? I believe what they're doing. I wonder if it can last when it gets into the playoffs because they're kind of a two man show. Yeah. But they're a great defense and good defenses and that that have LeBron James <laughs> has not been a terrible formula for a long time. And and Anthony Davis is you know I, along with Dwayne Wade's the second best player he's ever played with. I mean he's in yeah. that conversation. So that's a team that's going to be dangerous. You're not going to want to play him in the playoffs. And I, I LeBron wants to prove people wrong, and that's that's always worked. How about the Celtics? You buying or selling? I'm going to sell. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I mean, I like what they're doing to start, and and I certainly think Kemba's a better fit than Kyrie, because I don't know if Kyrie fits anywhere. But <laughs> at some point, they're just not going to be as talented. I mean, they're not going to have any answer for Giannis. I don't. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more on that one. All right, so is uh, the Jazz get the uh, get the win tonight and uh, get set for back to back games here at uh, Vivint Smart Home Arena? I want to talk a little bit about Boyan and just how special he's been for this team. I mean, you're getting to a point now where he's six of eleven from the three point line tonight. Uh, his uh, uh, season average uh, hovering right there at forty percent. This guy is everything that we thought he would be. Uh, Knockdown uh, three point shooter. Uh, you get him open in the corner, that thing is good as gold. Uh, and and he has just been a huge addition from this team, giving an offensive spark. Now, if everybody comes around him and this offense continues to grow, and 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 uh, Mike Conley continues to play well on a consistent basis, Donovan does his thing. Rudy continues to develop offensively. I think the offense is going to get there. I I, I do. I, I look. They're not going to be a top five offensive team, but if they could be a 12 to 13 yep. ranked offensive team with a one or two defensive rating, they're going to be fine. Yeah, I think if you can be a top 15 defensive team and a top two or top three defensive team, like you just mentioned, I think the Jazz are going to be great. And, and nights like this are exactly what the Jazz wanted from Boyan Bogdanovich and Mike Conley, which is just where Donovan's good, but not yeah. great. Yep. And Rudy didn't have a huge offensive night. You needed to have somebody else to turn to who could get you a win. And Boyan, I mean, Boyan carried the Jazz throughout the entire game. Yep. I mean, yep. he had a great first half and then had an even better second half, including the big fourth quarter where he hit a couple of major shots for the Jazz. And, you know, Jeff Green summed it up in his postgame thoughts. He said, you know, we, we've got the shooters. We've just got to get it to them because teams are going to sell out to stop the Rudy Gobert lob. And that's the right thing to do. You have to stop that because it's the best basket the Jazz can take. 
But if you sell that out by bringing in another defender, somebody is open and somebody has to hit that shot. And Boyan Bogdanovich gets $17 million a year to hit that shot. And so far, he's earned every penny. No doubt. And and I don't think that's unrealistic expectations to be a top you know, 13 to 15 offensive team in the NBA. No, when you've got a guy who shoots 70% no. from the floor and Rudy yeah. Gobert, and then you have Donovan Mitchell, who's really one of the best offensive players in the league, and a couple of guys who should be able to switch on and off every night. I mean, you don't need Boylan to give you 20 a night. No. But if he can give you 30 one night and 10 the next, you should win all the games he gives you 30. I mean, I'm just looking at, uh, and I'm just looking at basketball reference. They've got the Jazz as the 26 rated offense, or excuse me, the. Uh, yeah, they're 26 offensively. I know there's a bunch of different, uh, you know, uh, different uh, services out there to give you your offensive rating. Uh, but uh, you know, I they can improve that. They're right now sitting second defensively. You hold on to that defensive number. This Jazz team's going to do some special things before it's all said and done. The number could go up when Joe Ingles gets going. Yeah, I'll be curious yep. what Quinn Snyder does to get Joe Ingles going because so far, and I actually don't think he's been terrible off the bench. He's just playing a different role, and I almost wonder at some point if you do start figuring out. Can you get him into the starting lineup quicker? Do you actually find a way to start him? And I don't know whose minutes he takes. I don't know if you put Boyan on the bench and you think Boyan can be great coming off the bench. Maybe he can't. That's a really difficult role to play coming off the bench like we're seeing from Joe. But you've got to get him going, and you've got to find a way to get his numbers up. And if you can do that, the offense should climb overall. And and you've got to figure out where that's coming from. And I think it will happen. I don't know if that's just Joe Ingles becoming a self-starter at some point and figuring out how to do it, or Quinn having to take some kind of a drastic steps to, to get there, but this offense has room to grow, and it will get there. The nice thing is the defense has carried them. Uh, Jazz tonight, points in the paint with uh, four, uh, actually 38. Minnesota ends up with 42 points in the paint tonight. That's all brought to you by Serta Pro Painters. Call one 800 go Serta or visit SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. We do painting, you do life. As the Jazz get their ninth win of the season, we'll talk more about what's coming up uh, next for the Jazz straight ahead and wrap this thing up. You've been listening to Jazz Post Game Show, brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, with that completely redesigned 2020 uh, Subaru Outback, available at Mark Miller Subaru, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Jazz have the rare back-to-back home games coming up. Golden State coming up on the uh, 22nd, and then on the 23rd on Saturday, New Orleans will roll into town. And uh, so the Jazz with two home games on uh, back-to-back. You don't see that very often in the schedule, Ben, where you get that uh, the back end of a back-to-back at home off of a home game. So the Jazz will fly in tonight, and they'll get to sleep at home. I mean, it's a long flight from Minnesota, not terrible, but you'll get to sleep in your bed tonight and tomorrow night. And then I guess, you know, the next few nights, and the, the, the Jazz will welcome that. I mean, Quinn Snyder... Yeah. Scotty, you've probably seen this from the PR when they tweet this out that Jazz just aren't practicing very much. No, I, mean, I noticed that. They're, you know, I'd say not canceling practice, but not scheduling practice seemingly more often than they are practicing, which is probably part of the reason why the team has not quite fully clicked in offensively yet. I mean, I think the defense has figured it out because you've got Rudy Gobert and it's easy to work around. Some of the offensive struggles just have to be the fact that they have just not gotten many reps that aren't live action to clean things up. You know, and it's such a 
such a change from the first couple of years Quinn Snyder was here in Salt Lake City where, you know, the infamous three-hour practices. And frankly, and I even think uh, some of that that work the first year to try to turn this thing around, I think there was more emphasis sometimes on practice than there were actual games themselves. And I've got to wonder on – because I've been wondering that same thing, the three-hour practices that were even, you know, apparent last year at times – I haven't seen as much, and I wonder yeah. if that's Mike Conley coming in. I Could wonder be. if that's Ed Davis and Jeff Green and having this veteran presence. But also, Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell played a lot of basketball this summer. I mean, you, you just may not want to kill them in their off days either. That's a good, great point. These guys had a busy, busy offseason. Uh, again, just to recap the game, three-point shooting was huge in this game, no bigger than in the fourth quarter. Yeah, incredible, and that's what you need. You have to be able to win in a firefight occasionally. And look, this was no, no one's going to argue what, what did the Jazz shoot 48% and the Timberwolves were 39%. Yeah, yeah. This is not a firefight, but you have to win games by making shots occasionally. And it's great when in the fourth quarter, when you just had an, a mediocre offensive night, you catch fire and go 7 of 11. It's easy to win games when you get 21 points in a quarter from beyond the three-point line, and you'll take that every night if you can. That was a, that was a very welcome sign for Jazz fans. Those three-point stats sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union helping members achieve their final or their financial dreams for more than 80 years well that wraps it up for us big thanks to everyone who helped us out tonight adrian leiser as always ben this was fun man thanks for uh, letting me hang out with you thanks for coming in thanks for uh, jake scott's transmission too for letting me hang out here tonight that was that's good hey adrian too soon too, too yeah. soon oh no it's fine all right, back with you uh, coming up on uh, Friday. Jazz will take on the Golden State Warriors. Get your tickets. Go to utahjazz.com. But that brings us to an end of the Jazz postgame show right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Jazz, get the victory, 103.95. You heard it all right here on the Zone Sports Network.